listening to the Screeners Podcast Network. From the big screen to the small screen and everything in between, this is the Screeners Podcast, where all media is appreciated, but none is safe. Hello and welcome to the Screeners Podcast. We are back with a brand new bonus episode. My name is Daniel. I'm April. And I'm Tyler. We actually had, for the for one of the first times in this quarantine season, a bunch of new releases this weekend. It was we weird. Had, it was weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of nice, to be honest. But we did not get to all of them um, because some other people aren't <laughs> as committed to watching a b- whole bunch of movies, mm-hmm. even when they're busy. Uh, so, uh, but we do have... Uh, one new release. We're going to be talking about Palm Springs on Hulu. But before we dive into that, we want to remind you, as always, to follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter at ScreenersCast. You can find us on Facebook at the same thing. Uh, let us know what you're watching, especially in this quarantine season. Um, uh, it's getting more and more likely that we won't be going back to theaters for mm-hmm. a very long time. So, um, so what we're going to be talking about on the podcast is probably going to be changing as we figure out what to what to talk about without any of these major releases. So, so we want to know what you're watching. Let us know what have what have you been watching in lieu of theaters these days, and uh, and we'll try to talk about some of those things. Yeah, what do you want us to talk about? You know, we're we're talking about doing right. uh, top ten lists, and you know, going back and doing some more of our decades and stuff like that. But if there's something something to talk about yeah let us know for sure yeah 90s best of the 90s is coming up yeah, we did 2010s we did 2000s 90s is, is uh, it's gonna is coming be up, all so we'll get to that. kids movies for me <laughs> it might from be from april yes <laughs> all right with that out of the way let's dive into our main and only event tonight palm springs it's gonna be a beautiful wedding <laughs> good day so far today tomorrow it's all the same you what is going on guess you followed me. It's one of those infinite time loop situations you might have heard about. That I might have heard about? Yeah. The second you fall asleep, it all just goes back to the start. I drove all the way back home to Austin, and I still woke up here. One time I smoked a bunch of crystal and made it all the way to Equatorial Guinea. It was a huge waste of time. Well, on Hulu, uh, we have this new movie called Palm Springs. The IMDb description says, When carefree Niles and reluctant maid of honor Sarah have had a chance encounter at a Palm Springs wedding, things get complicated as they are unable to escape the venue themselves or each other. Mm. It's directed by Max Barbacow. It stars Andy Samberg. It stars Kristen Melody. Peter Gallagher, a bunch of other random people, uh, but it is it's oh and J.K. Simmons, I can't believe I almost skipped him, mm-hmm. and uh, it is it's Groundhog Day, but at a wedding and even more sci-fi than a lot of Groundhog Day. What did, what did you guys think about uh, about Palm Springs, April? What did you think? So I saw the trailer for this, and I knew that it was I think the the most expensive film purchased out of from Sundance I think mm-hmm. was That's correct. the only they, thing I knew about it going in yeah yeah they they beat the previous record I can't remember what what movie they beat but they beat the previous biggest sale from Sundance by <clears throat> 69 cents oh that's right. okay so barely above well okay regardless still a record <laughs> no matter how much of a record it is um, well, I think they did that on purpose yes of course okay. they did. so anyway so well all that to say <laughs> is I had high hopes um and oh, yeah. I have to say that it it met my expectations. Actually, 
even exceeded. I really loved nice. this film. I thought it was charming. Um, it had a, a fun mix of romance and comedy and sci-fi and even some emotional drama all mm-hmm. mixed in one. I felt like it was kind of the perfect dramedy, although it, it never really got too, too dark, but there was a lot of heart in it um, that I wasn't, frankly, expecting, knowing it's Andy Samberg and, you know, Lonely Island and their previous endeavors. Um <laughs> But yeah, I, I I think if I had one uh, regret in the whole thing is I wish I wouldn't have seen the trailer because um, I just yeah. I feel like it would have been a little bit more of a fun ride because I knew that it was a Groundhog Day type of film. I don't know if I should say that. If yeah, I, that's, that's not fine. a spoiler. Okay. If it's in the trailer, that's the trailer, yeah. yeah. True. Yeah. Okay. I will say I well, didn't know that, but yeah. Yeah. So I think if I had known, if I didn't know that, I think it could have been a slightly more fun ride. But even having seen the trailer and no and and i was expecting a lot of what happened i still felt there were a lot of twists and things that were unexpected and it was just a really fun ride and and all the questions that i had in the beginning which i had a ton of questions they answered them all which i love when films do that and don't leave me questioning and picking apart plot holes i um yeah i honestly don't really have anything negative to say i i felt like it i i've been really missing that indie feel of Mm. film with you know not having theaters and there's just hasn't been a ton of new releases and it definitely filled that hole for me so big two thumbs up from april excellent honestly when you when you started to say i had high expectations i was like oh april's gonna hate this i know well i felt like i had at least gear that way because i've been pretty positive lately and i don't like that about me so. yeah we don't want to we don't want to get you on a trend of being positive about the things that you watch <laughs> I know. So, yeah well daniel what about you uh, we, uh, april has given us a positive uh review and what about you well uh since april decided to to be positive about this movie i guess i i might need to play the negative role here um <laughs> no. no just kidding i freaking love this movie this movie's great uh i have nothing negative to say about this movie <laughs> No, it, uh, like these Groundhog Day movies are are pretty common at this point, right? I mean, we've had we've had Happy Death Day, the horror the horror version of Groundhog mm-hmm. Day. We yeah. had uh, Source Code, the thriller version. We had Edge of Tomorrow, which is the sci fi action version, and um, I'm sure there are many others that I uh, can't Christmas think of. Christmas right Every now. Day. Do you remember that movie from the '90s? Speaking Christmas of Christmas Every Day, I do not. No, I, I did not know that one. Know that one. Was, I think it was nope. a Disney Channel original. Oh, <laughs> I watched it a lot. Anyway, it was nice. Supernatural so, yeah, did a version of it, which is great too. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Uh, if you if you watch that show, Heck yes. um, so Heck yes. so like I said, this isn't this isn't anything new. I think April was right. She said she kind of knew where it was going. Sure, yeah. Like I I don't disagree with that. Um, so this is nothing new, but. I, I gotta say, Palm Springs is one of the most fun versions that just really yeah. embraces the comedy of of this kind of trope. Um, first of all, I love Kristen. Is, is it you said Melody? I've heard I it think. as Melody. Is it Milio? But then I looked at the spelling. Is it is it Miliodi? Miliodi. I was thinking I would, it was Miliati. I thought it would be Miliati. I've heard Melody, but, but yeah. I'm gonna hmm. say it like it's spelled That's, Miliati. Yep. I'm, I apologize, Kristen, if I'm wrong. Or maybe Miliati. Uh, but it, I think she is just great. I, I love How I Met Your Mother, and she she was a wonderful addition to that show. She was great in. Uh, did you guys watch Modern Love on Amazon? That that anthology. Yes. Oh, I, I've, she was I've been great in that. Yes. Yeah. She's also in all, that, um, Fargo. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, so um, she she's great, um, and Modern Love is great. If you haven't seen that, it's a great little show. Um, and Andy Samberg's great as well. It's been a little bit since he's done a movie that's 
not just ridiculously over the top. Yeah. And so I, I appreciated that uh, uh, about Palm Springs. And because uh, that's the thing with Lonely Island behind it. I, I love Lonely Island. So I'm not, I'm not trying to knock them. It's just they they could have done a very different version of this. Right. right. They could have done these totally stupid over the top, probably still hilarious, but mm-hmm. very different. And so um, this is not that this is um, definitely a comedy for sure. But it's it's definitely a comedy. But but there's a lot more heart in it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Palm Springs, it, it, it dives right in and I love it. They, they know that the audience gets it. This is a Groundhog Day situation. Got it. Don't need any more. Thank you for explaining. We're good. Um, they don't take too much time explaining the mechanics of it or, or anything like that. It's just like, yeah, this is a Groundhog Day situation. And and so it's really funny as a whole. It's it's honestly kind of profound at, yeah. at times and, and definitely romantic. Yeah. This, this is my favorite type of like romantic comedy or drama. It's the romance that uses some sort of otherworldly elements to kind of express internal, you know, feelings like 500 days of summer, eternal sunshine, or even Annie Hall. Not saying that this is to the level of those movies by any means, but it's, it's, it's really enjoyable. And it's a really fun watch. I loved, um, I love the JK Simmons character. It's, it's so good that, you know, he's got a nemesis in this, in this world. I just think that's hilarious. Uh, so yeah, the movie isn't a very original concept, but but it supplements all of that with with great performances, a, a really solid tone that's not too broad. Uh, I think it's well written and well directed. And I, I just I really I just enjoyed this movie a lot. One of the best movies I've seen in in quite a while. So yeah, I, I highly recommend Palm Springs. It's great. Yeah, I I honestly want to just echo all of that. I I'm uh, not a fan actually of Groundhog Day the movie. I excuse get, me. I know. Excuse really? me. Oh, I know. You, when was the last time you watched it? Not that long ago, and I've always been wow. bored by it. I've, I've very bored. Rarely, yeah, I've wow. very rarely. It's one of the best movies of the '90s. That's that's gonna be on my '90s. Oh, it's top gonna be in the oh, spoiler bottom of that. Yeah, I know. Wow. Um, I'm not a fan of it. I have, be- and maybe this is. Now I saw this. I saw it a long, long, long time ago as well. Like I, it's not. It's not one of those where I saw other things and then saw the original afterwards and and then thought. Um, well, I just don't like the original, but like I, I have seen it, grown up watching it. It was, it's one of those movies that's always on TV, and I was never a fan, but I have always liked the Imitators. So, we, so it's not even the concept I don't like. It's just, it's just that movie. But, um, but I love this one. I, I, I really was first. I had no idea that Palm Springs was a Groundhog Day movie. Um, I texted Daniel. <laughs> That's hilarious to me. I had no clue. I texted Daniel, and I was like 15 minutes in, and I was like, what am I watching? I, I thought it was a straightforward uh, couple at a at a honeymoon, or at a, at a wedding, uh, you know, <laughs> romantic comedy and i was like oh that's weird that andy sandberg is in one of those great that's gonna be so cool and then you know uh it's i don't want to i don't want to give things away but you know there's there's a, a cave that plays a central role in in this movie and, and andy sandberg is crawling toward it being hunted by jj uh, jk simmons and i was like what is happening uh, it just so i loved it all that to say i laughed out loud so many times yeah. during this movie um and like comedies, you know, we're so inundated with so many comedies that there's a lot of it takes a lot to like really get me laughing out loud um, in a in a movie. I'll chuckle or I'll I'll enjoy them, but man, I loved it. It's so funny. Um, both of them do a great job. It wasn't just Andy Samberg, you know, um, carrying the brunt of the of the comedy weight. Uh, it's man, I just I, I really really enjoyed it. It was it um, it put a new spin on uh, on the Groundhog Day trope. Um, it's 
Uh, it was also just a good, solid romantic comedy. It was heavy on the comedy. It had good heart. Um, mm-hmm. And kind of like you said, April, like it, it had, it had a, a different feel too. Kind of a kind of an indie vibe. It, it reminded me weirdly of uh, of Brigsby Bear from a couple of years ago. If just sure, some that. strange, just off the wall stuff like that. You know, some things that they see are like really oh okay that's that's happening that's it's cool it was it was it was awesome um so yeah i there's there's maybe a small nitpick but it's 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 such a small nitpick that like i it could be like a it's like a nerd fan theory nitpick more than anything else so uh we could maybe talk about that later but anyway all that to say high high recommend from me um Mm -hmm. it's absolutely uh it's a funny funny movie it's heartwarming it's it's just solid all the way around guys this is the second week in a row that we've just completely agreed <laughs> i know this is, this is we're becoming boring and old that's nah, no it's good we're talking about great movies I'm, I'm a little i'm a little scared that if we were and i have not watched greyhound and i haven't i haven't seen i haven't even seen a trailer the for it guard. what or also the old guard came out this weekend Ooh, what's yeah, i haven't seen any of those either f- of those who is in that? Who's in the old guard? I know so, it's Charlize so, Theron. The, that's right. That's yeah, right, Charlize right. Theron. It's like an action. Yeah. It's like a, it's a comic book movie uh, on Netflix. Yeah, I knew I saw um, something. I just couldn't remember. It's okay. Yeah. Um, Greyhound was good. I like Greyhound a lot. Well, good. I, honestly, I was worried about Greyhound. I'm excited. It's Tom Hanks in a World War II movie. That sounds right up my alley. But it's Apple TV Plus, so I was kind of like, oh, okay. Well, it wasn't intended for Apple TV oh, Plus. Good. To be fair, it was a theatric. It was planned to be Apple uh, to be a theatrical oh, release, okay. and then and then hashtag COVID. But sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, in, in uh, some ways, I'm kind of hoping things, like, for the time being, that things loosen up and go this way, that we will still get good releases, um, you know, at home. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, to, to to diverge from the Palm Springs talk for just a moment, yeah. we I am curious how it's going to go, you know. I mean, now that's getting more and more real that mm-hmm. Tenet is not going to come out, Mulan is not going to come out. Right. I definitely could see Mulan going to Disney Plus if they have to. Tenet, I think, is just going to hold on. It'll, I, I think, it'll wait two years oh, yeah. if it has to, because I don't Nolan. think Christopher he, he's Nolan. Want yeah, that big. yeah, yeah. So, uh, but, but then all the Oscar movies. I mean, eventually we're going to get Oscar movies coming out yeah. because re- theaters or not, the Oscars are happening. Uh, they're happening later than normal. They're happening in April next year, uh, and movies mm-hmm. can qualify all the way through February. Oh, okay. Um, I which I, I think is stupid that. personally. Yeah, but uh, well, there's but hardly been any movies. Can you just? Sure. I just wonder well, in history if we look back at this year and whoever wins be like, well, it wasn't really that fair because a lot oh, of absolutely. films didn't it's even a COVID release. Year, yeah. It's going to have a big asterisk next next yeah. year. I mean, be, uh, especially even just the way we talk about. Sorry, you got me started on the Oscars. No, I got myself started on the Oscars. <laughs> um, so it, even just the way we talk about it, we always talk. It's always been the calendar year oh, ever yeah. since the, since the I think it was 1934 Oscars. It's been the calendar year, and right. now it's going to be 2020. And also January and February of twenty twenty one. It's reinforcing. <laughs> it's reinforcing the the year of the Oscars uh, ceremony is the way that we talk about it. Then, like, which has always which been is, that weirdness. Yeah, which is just offensive. Which is stupid. To do. I, but I, I, I almost <laughs> wonder if they just do like a two year Oscar and just punt this year and just do a really big one the next year, but yeah, include I mean, larger, or, like here, here, include my, my more nominees. Is, yeah. My feeling is, I think it was dumb that they even extended extended the deadline. I totally get no movies, have, very right. few movies have come out, but but two things. One, they already said streaming films can can compete. Right. Yeah, period. they already fixed it. So yeah. so it's like, okay, all the, mo- all the Oscar movies typically come out between September and December anyway, so we're not even into Oscar right. season yet. If streaming movies can qualify, look, if you want to go for Oscars, freaking go for Oscars. Release it on Netflix, Hulu, whatever, or even VOD counts. Right. So, like, release your movie. And so I don't know why they needed it 
to extend the deadline. Like honestly, I, I think they're just it, worried it's about a mess more anyway. Well, well I, I think they were worried. I think they wanted theater time is what they wanted. Yeah, yeah. I think they were hoping that theaters would open and so we'd have you know the late winter, early spring yeah. to to watch movies in theaters. But it's just not. I I don't I don't see it happening. Hopefully, I would love to be wrong. Yeah. Well, do you happening. think there's any cases that uh, maybe the film hadn't been finished? They were still in production, and so they extended Definitely. it for those oh, reasons. I didn't think about that. Definitely, but but again, I don't think I don't see that. I mean, I guess I delays happening, but like people aren't are yeah. still not in production really that's what i'm saying yeah so uh, there were enough movies that i know are completed that i think they could have had a a a fine oscar season yeah it would have been weird and probably not as robust as a normal oscar season but it would have been fine so so do we do we potentially have uh, a year then where uh you know like bad education and the five bloods are are like right up at the top for for best picture <laughs> i mean yeah so defy bloods for sure i think bad education does it not qualify because i think because of the way they did it it doesn't qualify because mm. it was never intended for theatrical oh, release I gotcha. like it was bought it, w- as HBO, hbo bought film. it gotcha. yeah so but they're but just gonna the have part, such a small pool though i feel like they should just oh. accept but, but again, I, sort of I, don't so. I don't think so i don't think but i don't think so first of all netflix is dying to win Best Picture, COVID or not? So they're gonna buy everything. They have, they, they have been they have been gold thirsty for like three years. How do and they? So, how do they still have money? Aren't they? Haven't they oh been bankrupt for I don't, like I don't have years? A clue. Okay, but they have. They already pre-COVID already had Mank, which is David Fincher's next movie about the making of freaking Citizen Kane. Right. I mean, my gosh. Then there's like <laughs> Hillbilly Elegy, which has Amy Adams and Glenn Close, the two That's actresses perfect. with the most nominations without a win in history wow. in the same movie. It just bought Aaron Sorkin's next movie, Trial of the Chicago 7. This is just off the top of my head, yeah. people. I can't even... There are, <laughs> there are others that I can't think of right now. So so what I mean is there's plenty... I mean, that's just three examples, but there, right. there are more. There are plenty of movies coming out for Oscar yeah. season. So um, anyway, anyway, Oscar season is going to be fine. I'm not concerned about Oscar season. No. We won't get to see most of the movies in theaters, and that sucks for sure. That, yeah. that is sad to but me. But it's not but the end of the world. You know, yeah, it is what it is. And I, I actually, would rather... it might be the end It of actually the might be. That's true. That's, <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Too soon. Too soon. Yeah. But, yeah. but I just worry about the ripple effects into next year's Oscar yeah. season yeah, now. Yeah. Like, are we going to have an eight-month or, or ten-month oh, Oscar right. season Overlap. next time now? Well, you know although, I mean? to be like, fair, I guess nothing nothing really Oscar-worthy comes out in January to February, right? Right, but now it will, obviously. I mean, now, for, for, the, usually, for the following year. Usually December is the Oscar season right. rush, and we're trying to cram in like thirteen movies, you know. So, right so the maybe they'll December abbreviate the next. Now season. it's going to be like, mm. yeah. Now it's going to be like, it's February. Are we going to be cramming movies in February, trying to, you know, all the last minute yeah. Oscar qualifiers? Anyway, it's going to be weird. That none of that has anything to do with Palm Springs, so which Palm is Springs, not going to get a single. <laughs> it's not going to get a single Oscar nomination, I, and that's okay. I don't know. Hey, we we could if if nothing else comes out, Palm Springs. That's true. Contender, Original contender. Yeah, there you go. Best picture. Uh, <laughs> Best picture award. <laughs> Winner Palm Springs. Best actor, Andy Sandberg. Uh, uh, well, so let's, oh, let's, man. Let's I wish Uncut Gems came out this year for Adam oh, Sandler. Just a oh, sidebar. Man. I know. He would totally get He would have this won this year. Oh. He re- honestly, honestly, he would have come close to winning this year. Yes. Oh, man. Uh, anyway. Well, all right. So let's dig in. What, what else? What did, you guys, what did you guys like about this? Let, let's Wait, start. So the Oscars. Um, uh, no. Uh, I do have a spoiler point that I want to bring up if we're going to do spoilers. Yeah. People stopped listening when we talked we're, about yeah, the Oscars. Yeah. I know. They're done. We just officially consider listening. it we'll spoilers. We all recommend it. Later, like, <laughs> yeah. like, we will come back to Palm Springs. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, go go for it with your spoiler. What were you going to say? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's, really, it's not even a nitpick. It's more of a plot question. But 
I tried Googling it after the fact and I couldn't find anything. So the old woman. Oh, thank at the you. Very, I was going to bring that up. Yep. Yes. So June Squibb played yeah. um, Nana Schleifen. Nana, I don't yeah. know whatever her character name is, but Nana. Um, and then at the very end, she talks to um, Kristen Milioti's character. Um I can't remember if that's how we decided to go with her name, but whatever. Um, She basically kind of says something that makes you think that the old woman is also in the loop. Uh, Oh, definitely. Definitely. I think that she is uh, Sarah. You think she's Sarah? I think she's Sarah. Yeah. Wait, what? How? How? How I think she's Sarah, and I think she she returned to the time loop. Yep, I think she actually When she was older? Mm-hmm. So you're saying no, when she knows gets her. older and she goes back to nah. the cave, I'm, I'm saying she goes territory. back to that day? I'm saying nah. sequel territory. Nah. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Hmm. Nah. She, she, she was just also stuck in the time loop. That's what I'm going with. Uh, but she acted yeah. like she knew, like, like she was all-knowing. So, like, Well, no, but if you think about how Andy Samberg acted, he was quote-unquote all-knowing because he had talked to everybody, you know, Hundreds, hundreds of times, right? You know, right. But she had, said, "I see time. you're going home now," or "I see you're yeah. going like, like mm-hmm. she that's, knew true. you that's could true. go so, home." So that's or, what made me think that it was Sarah. She knew that it was that time somehow. I'm, I'm, but she said see. she she said her relation to I don't remember what she said, but she did say she had a relation. She also said, "I yeah. I lost my uh, my mother when I was very long, young, just like you." Hmm. I don't know. I, I, did, I don't know. I guess maybe. I just I thought it was cool how they threw that in there, but then like literally explained didn't explain it all. That was the only well, thing that I was like, I want to know who that woman is. But that's actually what I loved about this movie is yeah. I think it would be really lame to get into the um into the minutia of how this all works. Yes. Why are you stuck in a time loop? How I mean they kinda talked about a the cave, physics of it really at the end. But, right. what? but yeah, but I'm totally down for yes. there to just be a freaking orange cave and yep. that's how it works. Like I'm I'm in. You don't have to convince me of the physics. Like right. all I care about is oh, orange cave, got it. I'm I also, in. Like, I also liked how they never explained or never really told us how long they were actually in the time loop. Yeah. yeah. And they they threw yep. out lots of numbers, like twenty years and things like that, but we don't but yeah, we don't really know. Um, I, I loved, I loved that whole, uh, that whole, the ambiguity of it, the weird yep. specificity at times, you know, where yeah. she suddenly becomes a quantum physicist, you know, right, uh, just right. so brilliant. Um, the, so something, this, this kind of reminds me toward the end. Um, so when, when I guess we're just going full spoilers, I suppose, um, uh, at the end when Roy comes back, right. So our, it's our mid credit scene, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Does, and then Andy Samberg doesn't recognize him. Um, how that one was, there was one, this was, this was my nitpick. I, 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 the Nana thing I really liked, but this was my small nitpick. I was like, well, so does that mean, are we, do we have alternate realities and uh, things like that? Is that what we're, what we're in right now? And, and cause that seemed, it was really good character wise. And so I, I don't care. Honestly, it's a nitpick, but it's such a nitpick that I don't care. Um, cause I, I love the character thing of Roy's like Roy's all bought in. He's ready for it. And then doesn't, uh, uh doesn't get recognized, but is it? I don't know. That one didn't make sense I, to me. That, I loved it yeah. because yes, it's 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 alternate universes, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, early on in the movie, as Sarah is trying to figure out what the heck is going on, she's she's saying, "Have you ever thought if it was this?" Yeah. And uh, at one point, she oh, says, yeah. "I can't remember what she says." And then Andy Samberg goes, "Yeah, yeah, no, I've I've never thought about the multiverse." Yes, good point. Good point. <laughs> and so I was like, 
nailed it. Like, Good that's point. hilarious. Because they don't have to dive into the multiverse. We just, all he says is, of course, of course. I thought about yeah. it. Right. So, yeah. What I else? Thought, I thought it was great. Yeah. Well, so, so what else What else stood out to you? Like, what, what makes this, there's tons of these copycats. We named a bunch of them earlier. What stands out about this one? What makes this one special? I, I loved the honesty of the writing, yeah. um, the the heartfelt romance of it. You know, I loved. Um, I I I, can't, I didn't write down the exact quotes, but but as he's trying to convince Sarah to 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 be with him, and he's saying uh, he, uh, something along the lines of he would rather spend all the time in the world with her than anything else. And so I just I I thought it was really well written. Um, it could have been over the top, and it just wasn't. It was it was. Mm-hmm pretty sweet um uh, so yeah I, I really like that about it yeah and even even hers you know it was something similar wasn't it, it was maybe even a call and response to that line of uh, like I, essentially they're, they're you're walking up to the cave she's about ready to blow herself up and wasn't it is this what you're talking about where he where he one of them says um like basically I'd, i would rather i'd rather blow up and we're not with we're not with each other than um, then I'm, I'm going to leave the time loop with you. Was that was that yeah. what you were just referring to? Something like yeah. that. I think. Yeah. Was, yeah. I think that, that was, was the same good. scene. It was a good line. It just and throughout the whole thing, where where they're just, it's kind of that freedom that's given to them throughout it of like, well, there's no consequences from the day of, mm-hmm. so we can just be crazy, yep. and that leads them to also like saying very real, honest things to one another, mm-hmm. and and because they're just they're essentially alone in in almost like you know. Uh, a simulation essentially like because right. nothing right. matters it all resets um except pain and i thought that was so brilliant because of course they're talking literal pain when when she runs into roy and, and he's dying yeah. but it's also like it's also heartache it's also that kind of pain you know is mm-hmm. is very and, and not only pain but but their happiness their relationship those are real things feelings are real um yeah i i loved i loved how they worked with that it, I, I loved when it, when it went to go see Roy at his house, mm-hmm. um, uh, and he was just like, "This day was great." <laughs> you know, exactly. I forgot how good this day was, and uh, yeah, I thought that was a really sweet moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. my my going back to when you talked about when J.K. Simmons goes back and sees Andy Samberg, and uh, he doesn't recognize him. My one thought is, is he going to get revenge and then bring that Andy Samberg to the cave to then trap him? Oh, that that's is like hilarious. a full circle all the time. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That's hilarious. I did not even think about that. That's really funny. Well, but yeah. I, I I loved I love the just pure like elation on his face when he realizes it works. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, it. And they've gone. They've had that weird arc. You know, from from the from us not have any having any idea who Roy is at the beginning and he's crawling Andy Samberg is he's got an arrow in his butt and he's crawling toward uh toward the cave and he's like I can't you know not this time Roy and yeah. <laughs> no idea what's going on <laughs> to like this heartfelt you know conversation at the very end where mm-hmm. he does kill him you know for him to save the same time on traffic I just man it was so smart the entire time and just uh yeah, it was it was funny. It was it was heartwarming all the way through. Yeah, the writing in this is just brilliant. And I have to say, yeah. I think this might be one of the better openings of any film yes. that I've seen, especially in like a comedy era, because it sucks you in and you have no oh, idea what's going on. You have so many questions, but you mm-hmm. want to know. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, you do, and you're just yeah, you're completely like I said, I had no clue what was going on, but I knew I was completely in. And then yeah. the the it's it's one of the best you don't usually get this where where the trope the groundhog day trope 
happens, nor, you know, mm-hmm. qu- quite often you'd be like, oh, okay, I got it. Okay, it's a, it's a Groundhog right. Day thing. Fine. Um, but I was, like, elated. I was so excited to see what they were going to do with the Groundhog Day trope that I didn't care that it's a trope we've seen. It's, it's, it, it could be such a tired trope, but we've seen some good revitalizations of it that I'm, I'm happy for. I, I yeah. love the way they explored the trope. Yeah. Like, uh, I loved how he had his safe house. I, I, yes. I was, yeah. That oh. was brilliant. Yeah. The family's not home. Yep. I don't know when they're going to arrive, and then they pay, that, pay off that yes. joke at the end, which yes. was hilarious. I uh, loved the, way, the writing at the very end, too, because the whole yeah. time you're like, did it work? Did it not work? Yep. And they didn't give it away until pretty much till the family showed up. Yep. Right. Yep. And they want it to be ambiguous, right? They want it to be, uh, yeah. they, they want it to just be um, something that we, that we're always wondering about. Sure. It could leave them open for sequels. I, I, I do always hope that there's not going to be a sequel. Yeah, like no uh, happy death day was, was fine. Happy death day to you was fine. It was nowhere near the, 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 the first one, but it was so good. Um, but this one, I just, I want it to just be, and and we can mm-hmm. well, I, go back I love, and watch. Well, part it. of the ambiguity, part of the reason the ambiguity is great, is because also it doesn't, you know, kind of, it doesn't matter exactly. if they got out or not. They're together. Exactly. So, right. um, so yeah, so yeah. that's great. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was really solid. I am continually intrigued by Andy Samberg. Um, mm-hmm. He's a guy. So again, I was like I said at the beginning of my of my review. Uh, Andy Samberg is is very very funny. Uh, he's a hilarious guy, and I was like, "Wow, he's going to be in a romantic comedy," and and that's that's intriguing to me. I'm really excited about it. And of course, it you know it's the Lonely Island. It, it's you know they're doing this thing. Um, I guess uh, I, I don't, I'm trying to think of how I want to form the question. I guess really, I'm just I'm shocked at at how heartfelt he was throughout it, how earnest mm-hmm. he was, and he wasn't. SNL Andy Sandberg. He wasn't Brooklyn Nine Nine Andy Sandberg. Um, you know, he uh, he just he was. I don't know. I, I thought he was. It was an earnest, honest performance. Uh, what, uh, where are you guys on him as a as like an actor overall? And then was this surprising to you, or is it just me? Um, I mean, honestly, I, I don't really think about Andy Sandberg very much as an actor. He's kind of the the hilarious guy from the Lonely Island, and right. I love him in Brooklyn Nine Nine. And um, yeah, I mean, I don't. I really don't have opinions of one way or the other other than I think he's really funny. Um, but yeah, I would say that I was very pleasantly surprised with this performance because it had a lot more heart um, mm-hmm. and emotion than what you typically see from him. So um, I'm actually pretty interested to see where he goes from here and what his next project would be. Absolutely. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I agree, agree exactly. I, I don't think... Um, I think he was great in this role because this is a perfect role for him. It's the slacker type role mm-hmm. um, who's also a goofy dude. So it's not like a super dramatic role, but he also just brought depth to it. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I think, I think he did really well. Yep. I think it's a depth. I'm curious to see him explore more. I love it when, when you know, the more slapsticky comedians show us that they've got a bit more under the surface. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm, I'm excited to see. Like Adam Sandler in Uncut Gems. Mm-hmm. Bring it full circle. <laughs> I, Adam, Adam Sandler in Funny People or, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. No, I loved, I loved Uncut Gems. Um, all right. Well, I think that brings us to the end of Palm Springs. Uh, do, I, I don't think we need to go back around. I think we've been universally, uh, you know, uh, praiseworthy of this film enough. Yep. But uh but yeah, yeah, I don't think anyone should watch it though. I just gonna be selfish. Nobody should. Yeah, it's really <laughs> yeah. good, but don't, don't watch, watch it. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just That's kidding. Wise. Obviously, you solid. should watch it, and it's on Hulu. I don't know if we said that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 
Well, thanks everybody for listening to our review of Palm Springs. Let us know what you thought. Uh, tell us if we're crazy, something that you, uh, something that we missed, something that you absolutely loved or something that you hated about the, the film. But, uh, but the big thing is uh, interact with us. We want to talk to you. We want to hear what you thought and also make your way over to iTunes. Get us uh, get us a five star rating. Even if you don't think it's fully five stars, that five stars is going to help us get discovered by everybody else. Give us the five star anyway. Uh, it doesn't cost you a dime. Um, Find us. You can find us on Twitter at ScreenersCast. You can find us on Facebook at ScreenersCast as well. Uh, like I said, we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. And that's a wrap. You've heard what the screeners had to say. Now you be the critic. Head over to ScreenersPodcast.com and let us know what you think. See you next time.